2: To the, to the top. You're tuned
3: in to the Eagle
4: Hour. All right, Happy Tuesday! Welcome to another edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Bob, Kelly, Luke, we're broadcasting from the Southern Bank Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel today. And as always, we're very glad you're with us, whether you're tuned in uh, online or on one of our radio stations. Welcome. To the Eagle Hour, opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Great place to take the family any night of the week. Great place to go this weekend for a delicious meal. The food is always good, always fresh. And don't forget that Dickies can cater any event for you, large or small. Assistant basketball coach Juan Cardona will be on the show a little later. Not sure if he will sweat through his suit while he's talking to us, but uh, I'm sure he'll have plenty to say. Right now, though, we want to turn our attention uh, to, a, to a really good friend of the Eagle Hour, head track coach John Stewart. Uh, back on the show, his, uh, his guys and uh, girls get started this past weekend at the track and field invitational at Vanderbilt and uh, walked away with some more team records and school records. And, Coach, with you, records just don't last long in the track program. It seems like every time we talk, there's been more personal and team records broken.
2: I tell you, everyone keeps getting better, and you know, from year to year, you know, we're getting better recruits, and and and, and you know, we're we're doing a good job coaching the kids. So uh, everyone continues to get better every single meet. So I, I yeah, I, I'm I'm happy. Yeah, were you
4: happy with the overall with the performance uh, to kick things off at Vanderbilt?
2: Yeah, I mean we had a good meet. Of course, when you have you know fifty-something kids running, you know there's always going to be your good and bad in a track and field meet. But uh, when you walk away at the end of the meet, and you you know, and I take time to look at everything, uh, I look at some people like Sophia John who broke our school record in the pentathlon, and she was fantastic. And um, we had some of the sprinters that ran really well and made finals, and some of the distance kids were running great. So, you know, we we had a good meet, and uh, you know, can't be happier. We're we're on track. We're not where we need to be, but we're on track to get uh, to get back to the conference championship in the Sun Belt and uh, do some damage.
0: Good deal. All right, look we'll get in here with Coach Stewart. Coach, I want to ask about a, a few. Let's talk about uh, where, where you started. Let's talk about Sophia John in the uh, pentathlon. What's those five events? Uh, because of all you know, I'm familiar with the Roman numerals, but then I get lost track. I know it's five, but tell us which five.
2: Okay, it's the it's the sixty meter hurdles, the long jump, the high jump, the shot put, and the eight hundred meters.
0: So Kelly's so have- event, the shot put.
2: That's right. That's right. Kelly is
0: the is the shock put. He's not the <laughs> participant.
1: But, you know, he mentions those different events. You guys really, when you stop and think about it, how how heavily medicated were the people who came up with this idea, right? <laughs> 3,000 I mean, years well, look, ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, these multi-event uh, things like the pentathlon, Decaf- see, I was a Catholic at the University of Georgia, and, you know, everyone talks about how grueling it is. I don't think it's very grueling. It never was a grueling event like a marathon or anything. It's only tough just to get your adrenaline levels up for each event. And that's what's the tough part about it. And it looks bad because they make you run the mile at the very end of it, which is, you know, which is tough on any big guy. Like some of those guys in the Olympics are 6'3", 6'4", and they weigh 220. So, you know, that's always going to be tough uh, for a guy of that size. So, uh, you know it is tough, it's tough to train for it because you gotta you gotta work on so many different disciplines. but uh, yeah, it's not a grueling event though. I'll
0: say you gotta that. remember though. A mile walking or running for any of us is extremely grueling on this show. Okay? So, <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Let's talk about a, a few more. Uh, high jump has been phenomenal the last uh, couple years. Uh, but talk about men's and women's high jump, and then talk about there's there's a carryover athlete here that uh, for somehow slipped my notice. One of your sprinters plays uh, multi sports at Southern Miss. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, you
2: know the high jump we have. You know on the women's side we have uh Zaria Taylor she went to, she's from uh Los Angeles she went to Long Beach Poly actually so um and she's done a great job she's just a freshman and she's getting better every single week and uh you know we have a uh we have a new guy uh Zane Palomino he's got the best last name of anybody on the team um but he you know he just got here from Alcorn and he came over with uh with coach Joseph uh who was the head coach at Alcorn and now he's assistant here and and uh, and Zane is he's not he's just been practicing for about a week and then took him to a meet and he's doing a good job but but uh, you know he's we're hoping that he's going to become like what we've had the last few years with Caleb Parker and Eric Richards and and uh, Corville Todd and just be our next great one in the high jump.
0: And talk if, to us uh, before Kelly gets in just real quick, Mention, because I think it's fascinating. When I played, I had a couple teammates that would that would. Uh, be on both sports but but a for a football players on the roster this year uh, did well in the sprints as well
2: look d d d baker is on the track team and he was a fantastic sprinter in high school he was state champion on 200 meters and and uh he, you know he, he came out last year and and did a great job he just having to manage you know the weight room and things like that you know he'll go beat up get beat up in the weight room and and he has to have do his you know football due diligence and, and comply with all the things that they have him do, and then he comes and runs track. And he just he works hard. Great kid. He's actually too nice. He needs to be meaner. Um, and uh, so this year he's he's just so, so he's done with football. He's going to graduate. So he's just solely track right now, and he's doing a fantastic job. He's a great sprinter. And uh, he's going to get better and better as the season goes on.
1: The young athlete you have from L.A., you talk about a culture shock. How in the world did you recruit an athlete from L.A. to come to the Bible Belt Deep South? Hey, I,
2: you know, uh, former coach Jamal Barnes, he, he he went out and just found the girl. He had a friend out there who said, oh, you got to get this girl. So we... You know, we, we watched her compete a few times and we brought her in for a visit and, uh, and we signed her. And, uh, you know, so far she's doing great. It, yeah, it is a culture shock out here, but so far, you know, she's, she's adjusted well. Um, we've got a lot of kids from all over the place and, and they come to Mississippi, and really, this is uh, this is such a great place. So many good people around here that everyone seems to adjust with no problems.
1: Yep, that seems to be the common thread with athletes that come from other areas. Is the people in the Deep South are just so nice, Coach Stewart? I want to I want to talk to you actually about coaching. And again, I do not mean to demean track and field. I think pound for pound, they're probably the best athletes out there. But in baseball, you know, you've got to you've got to teach base running, you've got to teach fielding, throwing, hitting. You know all those sorts of things, but to the layperson, a track person just has to run. So I mean, how do you how do you am I making sense? How do you coach somebody to just run? There's a hey, there's a lot
2: to it. Um, number one, it's you got to recruit. You got to get you gotta recruit kids that have the ability to run, and then there's so many facets just from. Uh, you got to work on power. You got to work on just absolute speed. You got to work on uh, mobility and flexibility. Um, you know, and, and there's just a lot of little things to it. Right. You know, you got to be able to run at top speed for 100 meters. A lot of people can't do it. They can run at top speed for about 20 or 30 meters, but putting in a full 100 meters is tough. You know, and that's just one event. Right. Much less the 400, the 800, the mile. And it's not just like, go, well, hey, go run around that tree and come back there's a lot more to it with the science of you know i want to just the exercise physiology of it gets pretty um uh gets intense so you kind of have to know your stuff and you have to know the body and and that's one of the things that we do there's so many aspects of getting better as an athlete that we that we put the kids through whether it's just trying to get them stronger or more powerful but uh, ultimately just to get faster and it's not just running in other words so kelly it's kind of like when you
4: go to a buffet you have to get psyched up you have to know your body and then you pile into the buffet for three you hours have
1: to know your body no i know my body which is why i'm at the buffet correct that's exactly right
4: which is well, why you you're gotta, banned you know. from some buffets
2: yeah, you know, when you know when you pull your chair up to the buffet, Kelly, you know you have to you got to be able to pick which you know what you're going to be able to get down and hold down the best and how you can stuff more in there. So well, well I, you know, I
1: can, all of it. I can tell you this, Coach Stewart. When it comes to the buffets, I'm not a sprinter. I'm a distance runner.
2: <laughs> there we go. I, I,
4: I can attest to that, Coach. So, I watched him recently at a buffet, eat a couple plates of lunch, then he went and got dessert, and then the next thing I knew. Kelly's back with a third plate at the buffet. So uh, it
1: says all you can eat.
4: Yeah, and you take that literally. Hey, real coach, uh, real quick, coach. We got thirty seconds left. Yesterday, Coach Barry said he thought the success of all the athletic programs right now, yours clearly, uh, basketball, baseball, is just helping everybody in recruiting. Do you agree with that?
2: Yes, I, I agree. Any kind of good publicity uh... you know any kind of wins we can get is going to help everybody and you know, it's going to encourage everybody, too. So if you see someone else winning, they're going to say, hey, we can do that, too. Right. Well, and I think that's motivating for all the coaches. Well, they're they're all
4: still chasing you and Coach Barry for all these championships you're winning, Coach. So uh,
0: you keep up the well, good work, all right? Well, hey, thanks, guys. Thank you very much. We should mention he's headed down to the Evil Empire. Uh-oh. Jaguar Invitational Ooh, next weekend. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's what we call them on the show, Coach. The Evil Empire. The
2: Evil Empire. I got
4: oh,
1: you. South Al. Yeah, take
2: them on,
0: Coach. We always appreciate you. Thanks, you, sir.
2: Thanks, guys.
4: All right, John Stewart, track coach, Southern Miss. Fantastic job, by the way. Probably the most underreported, successful story in the
1: athletic department. And intense, but nowhere in- as intense as our next guest. He's already sweating. <laughs> Juan Cardona next.
2: To the Eagle Hour, the Eagle Hour,
3: Southern Miss to the top.
0: Good times with Southern Miss, track and field. Head coach John Stewart, appreciate him joining us in that first segment. Men and women will head, the the, uh, the meet is actually in Birmingham, but it's hosted by uh, by South Alabama the Jaguar Invitational. That happens next weekend on February the 5th, so be sure uh, to look at that. But But really cool. Kelly, uh, I I thought it was so cool when, when I played have the, the the two sport athletes. We had some guys play baseball, but uh, but D Baker now a sprinter on the track team and was last year. But I, I always like it when when uh, you have athletes at, at the school that play both both sports like that.
4: Yeah, look, Kelly stepped out. We're trying to uh, get set up with uh, Coach Cardona. Here, some uh, problems with his phone, so uh, we're working on that. You know, I, it takes me back to when I was a kid, and one of the most famous. Uh, football track athletes that became a football player was Bob Bullet Hayes. You remember that, Kelly?
1: With the Dallas Cowboys, uh, I remember. And, um, yeah, he was supposedly the fastest man on earth. And I don't know that they ever really timed that, but they called him that. He was
4: pretty fast. All right, uh, we found Coach Cardona. Juan Cardona joins the Super Talk Eagle Hour, assistant basketball coach uh, for the high-flying and uh, enrolling Golden Eagles. Coach, we were kind of having a little fun with you yesterday on the show, and we were said that you were the the only man we had ever seen that can literally sweat through a suit. Is uh, this something new, or is this something you've dealt with all your life, Coach?
3: No, I appreciate. First of all, um, thank you for having me on on, on the program, and um, it, it it always been like that, and and that's why I try, I try to wear black most of the time. But um um I I I've been wearing white um very consistently so and, and and we've been winning so I don't I don't I don't I don't try to change what's working you know the deal
4: yeah now keep it going like it's going uh, you know <laughs> you you were on the show before basketball season got started and you made some big predictions about people going to be surprised but this team was going to win the Sun Belt and we all hoped that you were right. But you know we we've, we've become <laughs> believers. This team does have the talent, and I know there's a lot of ball left to play. But this team does have the talent to win this league, doesn't it, Coach?
3: No, no doubt. And I think I think I mean I, I've been blessed uh, to done to to, to, to do it uh, overseas and, and with men and 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 what I find out uh, is that your team is is as good as your bigs. So when 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 we got. Uh, the team together, and we saw DeAndre Pinckney, we saw Felipe, we saw uh, uh, Tecmo, Tyler Moorman, we saw Victor Hart, and we knew the type of guards we were having with, with Nefta, AC, Mo, and 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 all the other guards and wings that we have. I mean, it, it, it makes sense because you don't go – it's very hard to go from 0 to 100, uh, uh, and that meaning being, being pick 14 – and, and 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 be where we at right now, but when you have the type of bigs that we have, and 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 and, and, and first of all, how unselfish they play, um, it, it's contagious. So so I knew right away once, once I saw those two bigs and how long how good they 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 could work together. It make it it, it clicked for me right away.
4: Yeah. Uh, and you got a lot of great players, but what about Pinky? What a year is. Is this kid having, and how rewarding must this be for him?
3: No doubt, and and and, and is uh is uh. Let me see how I put this. It's a, a situation where he could have went anywhere else, right? He had a lot of Power Five offers, but I think by being faithful, right, on, and 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 playing along, great people, uh, uh it, he's found himself. And be and, and, and little by little becoming the best version of himself. So so when you play along, Felipe, Hafe and and AC Crawley, that 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 makes you better automatically because they can go get and they can go get a basket. But they are worried about the health of the team and everybody being the best version. And 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 if, for example, if DeAndre is hot, let's go uh, uh, play through DeAndre. You know what I mean? So so it, they are great players, but they're great people, and they understand the game at a high level. So very happy as a staff uh, for what's happening with, with Dre.
0: No question. Get in here, Luke, with uh, Coach Cardona. Coach, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, the last two games we've seen uh, Alvarez come back. He's an X-factor, an unbelievable speed. <laughs> everybody's seen the last two games while people were so high on him. He only got to play a little over two games to start the season. I know you probably, uh, more than anybody, happy to see two on the court.
3: Oh, no doubt. I mean, Neftali, it's like a son to me. Um, He's been out for 14 months, so you can imagine uh, uh, the stress he's been under. And um, and, um, When when he finally got back uh, and played in the beginning of the season, he got hurt. Right away, I'm like, come on, man, not, not again. But, I mean, the the Lord has the hand, his hands in in this team, and 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 we it, we we saw a scenario where he could be able to be back. He, he was able to be back during the same season, and and I, I think uh, Coach Labner made, made a great decision about about letting him go to Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? And yeah. and, and and get his fixed. And and like I said, not not everybody was was, I mean, it, it would have made that decision. You know, you understand right. what I'm saying? Yep. So, so he took the risk uh, just like he took the risk on on, on all of us. So and, and it's paid off, and, and and next time we as a staff and his family is very happy to see him back on the court.
0: Absolutely. One more question, I'll throw it to Kelly. Talk about uh, Denyjay Harris the last really two or three weeks. I mean, you're, you're looking at, you talked about Hase, Crowley, Pinkney, but here comes Harris giving you double-digit points as well.
3: And that's what I'm saying. So, so the, the the beauty of our team is that that yes, we in size they are kind of similar. You know what I mean? Like from six four to six nine. So, so we can do a lot of stuff, but they're all different in their own way. So the naje brings brings the intangibles to the table. the 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 offensive rebound. The the, the he'll take the five uh, uh, of uh, of the dribble. That he'll post up the, his man because he's stronger and bigger than his man. So, so he brings a lot of stuff to the table. Plus, he can defend anybody on the court. So, so we we see our development uh, uh, through the defensive end because if you can defend, you got, we, we're going to find a way for, for you to score. On the other end. but but our priority is to play defense and to play defense at a high level.
1: I saw that today at practice when uh, when the guys were, were practicing defense and Coach Cardona was on the sideline. Actually, D, let's go defense. You know, doing the clap and all that. It was no, pretty. No, no. I don't have any voice. So, <laughs>
3: so we we go. You
1: know. Hey, I I want to ask you, Coach, about somebody that that people probably see at games but don't realize who they are, and that's Juan Cardona Jr. Your son is oh out there, little, a little guy with a, with a full head of black hair, and he's always out there. He's like the first one out of the locker room, helping with drills, get the guys warmed up. And I'm told that there are rating services that actually rate kids as young as second and third graders and that your son, what is he, in the third grade maybe, second grade? Second, second grade. S- second grade that Juan Cardona Jr. is ranked the number one player in the United States, as second graders.
3: Yes, sir. So, so it, it, it's crazy because Juan's been around the sports since he was born. You know what I mean? And and uh, last week they 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 ranked him number one in the whole nation. And it's a it's a blessing. I mean, we we have the uh, the court at the gym every morning at six a.m. Um, then we come back at night, and and he works out about three four times a day. So. I'm, I'm, I'm just blessed, you know what I mean. God has has put His hand on my family and, and 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 on 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 the whole program, and and for 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 you as a dad to see your son um do what he does at a young at, at, at that age, he's only nine. It's been a blessing for me to be able to
1: see that. Isn't it's that amazing? Thankful. Isn't that amazing, you guys? And I don't know who ranks, you know, but it's the number one second grader in the country. And that's and and LSU not to be outdone, I understand is offering him Cabbage Patch dolls already. at the <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> oh, uh, there's that's a lot of that's a lot of talk going on. I mean, he, he plays second grade, but at the same time they moving up, they move him up like third and fourth graders. But but we take it day by day, I, and I try to give him different avenues. He he's a boxer, he's a baseball player, he's a soccer player. So. So whatever he decides to do in the future, we're going to back him up
4: 100%. All right, Coach, only 30 seconds left. Uh, give us an honest answer. How many cups of that Cuban coffee are you drinking a day at this point in the year?
3: <laughs> hey, hey, the doctor got on me the other day. Um, I said, well, we got to cut it down for like at least one or two a day. I'm up to four and five. And um, But whatever i got to do uh, for the program to be successful and, and to help Coach Stadner, uh, achieve what he wants to achieve here in Harrisburg and Southern Miss, I'll, that's what I'll do. So I, I'm just blessed and happy to, to to be able to help.
4: Coach, always fun to have you on the Eagle Hour. You're welcome here anytime, sir. I
3: uh, appreciate you guys, and thank you for having
4: me. Alright, Coach. Juan Cardona. There's only
1: one And he's here. Down to two cups of coffee a day, that Cuban coffee. (laughs) The equivalent of eight cups. One of the uh, guys that he brought to Southern Miss, Neftali Alvarez, back in the lineup for the Golden Eagles. We had a chance to talk to him at practice this morning. That interview coming your way next on the Eagle Hour.
2: southern miss to the top top. you're tuned in to the eagle hour
4: i want to thank campus bookmark campusbookmark.net for their sponsorship of the eagle hour it is the place to go for all your southern miss apparel of course fourth street bar and grill is a place to go for lunch just 995 that includes your drink your tax and lots of good food they serve it up monday through friday at fourth street bar and grill right in the shadow of the rock you can leave there Go right over to Hardy Street. Get yourself a beignet at Mo Bay Beignet Company. A hot coffee, as Luke did. Maybe eat six beignets in two and a half minutes.
1: And at Fourth Street, running a special this week. If you come in for lunch, pay the nine ninety five with your soft drink, you'll get a a confidential document from Joe Biden's garage. Those are well, there are plenty
4: of them around. <laughs> And we're not sure where the next one is going to pop up. Can test
0: drive the Corvette as well. <laughs> that's right. Yes.
4: And uh, meet some of Hunter's ex-girlfriend.
1: <laughs> Address those that's to Bob Getty. The, that's
4: probably the dangerous part. Right. right. Mauvais Beignet, the official beignet store of the Eagle Hour. They're on Hardy Street. Uh, would, uh, would you happen to know what the sauce is this week?
1: Uh, peanut butter, I think, is going to be the one in February. You really keep up with this, don't you? Look at my waistline. Yeah,
4: I can see. But you know, you were shamed by, by Luke in the beignet eating contest. Shame. It's because he you was
1: going. He was going for speed. I was going. Man, they were just. So that was good. the point
0: of the. That, that's it. That's no, like saying. That's like saying we're going to play a basketball game, and I'm going to take the approach. I'm going to try to score less points. No, I, I and get win. it. I get it. But
1: once I got into that first beignet and t- tasted how delicious it was, I was going to enjoy every moment
4: i got to get down there. I haven't had one in a few weeks. I'm going to have to get down there this weekend.
1: And Yeah, you're melting away to nothing, Bob. Mop
4: up on a beignet or two. <laughs> Not six like Luke did in two and a half minutes, but uh, maybe a couple in, in the next 10 or 15 minutes. Okay, so we've been talking a lot about basketball. It's pretty electric right now, but th- there's no player on the floor more electric than Naftali Alvarez, and he was hurt early in the year. Luke, I know you you spent some comments about that earlier in the week. He's like an X factor, and uh, if he stays healthy, who knows, man? Well,
0: this is a guy. I mean, he played what three years at Mercer, averaged uh, double digit points there one year, and like uh, Coach Cardona said, that he he got hurt and he was basically you know on the shelf for for a year, came back. Transferred to Southern Miss gets hurt in, in, uh, you know, in game three. And so him being out there, there's not only just an explosiveness for the type of player that he is, but you can see, I mean, you know, he's not taking any of these, these times for granted. And when you come back from an injury like that, you, you kind of treasure every moment you're on the court.
4: All right. He's electric. Kelly talked to him this morning. Here's what he had to say.
5: First of
6: all, now tell me how it feels to be back. Uh, it feel great, you know. I was waiting for this moment so long, uh, for, lo- for long, t- for long time. It's been like literally like a year and two months without play. I just played the first two game with uh, with this team, but I didn't play like the the way that I want to play. And from be back on Thursday and Saturday and feel the 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 sighting for uh, from the fans, from the crowd, it was it was amazing
5: now there's always that waiting period where you're not exactly sure when you're going to come back so mentally
6: how do you deal with that uh, it was tough it was tough um, I had to like talk with my family and they was together with me the whole time because it was a hard, hard moment for me you know being outside of the court and I, I cannot play, I I cannot help the team the way that I want, just like clapping from the side, you know, talking from the side, but not, not the way that I want, like, you know, be on the court, playing with the team, help each other. It was, it was a hard moment for me. The foot, this it has periodically given you problems,
5: right? So how do you deal with the fact that – are, are you always worried that something could happen again, that you could re-injure it? And if so, how do you mentally deal with that uncertainty?
6: So uh, right now I'm not thinking about that. You know, uh, at the beginning of the season I was, and I get re-injured. You know, I was too so scared for my foot, you know. But um, right now I'm just feeling great. Um, my mental is in, a, in, a, in another place, you know, thinking about the next step, help it's in the way that I want, you um, you know, I'll be there for the team and trying to uh, get the Sombra Conference Championship here. I always have told people that there's a
5: difference between being uh, difference between being quick and a, and fast. And I think you may be the quickest player I've ever seen. How do you differentiate
6: quick and fast? Uh, first of all, I really appreciate it. You know, I don't know how to differentiate quick and fast. You know, I'm just like when I go to the court, I got to do everything uh, the right way, you know. Using my speed, um, trying to be faster than everyone. Do the the details of both sides of the court, offensively and defensively.
5: Offensively, last weekend there were a couple of times when you went to the when you went to the hole, did the reverse layup, and I don't think anybody ever saw that coming. How, when you envision that play, how what are you what are you seeing on the court when you decide I'm going to the hole?
6: Uh, actually, I didn't look uh, to the rim first. I was like about to get the three-point shot, but when I see the call, like it was wide open and I can drive the ball. I say I'm gonna drive it. I know somebody's gonna jump for chokes because they learn. We know what they do on defense, so I, I gotta reverse the, the layoffs because you know I'm gonna get blocked.
5: Coach Ladner has said he's he's still going to take you a little you know a little bit at a time. You are getting a little bit more playing time. When do you anticipate? And it's his call. But when do you anticipate being in there every minute, of every every game?
6: Uh, I'm not sure right now. You know, I'm not thinking about that. I let the coach work on my minute. You know, I'm back uh, right now. You know, I just played last two games. I'm trying to figure it out like what the team need from me. You know, the detail, like, if they need me on defense, I'll be there. If they need me offensively, I'll be there. You know, I'm just trying to fish with the team and do my best. I, I don't care about my money right now. I'm just trying to fix the right way. And that's that was my final question then. So what?
5: you've been out of circulation, so to speak, for, for a while. So what's been the toughest
6: aspect of your game to get back in game shape? Uh, I think it's getting back in shape in the core. is hard, you know, because I'll be out for so long. But um, I'm working every day with the coach, uh, you know, workout one-on-one, uh, workout with the team. I'm doing everything that I can to be back on the rotation the way that I want. Okay. Continued success, buddy. We enjoy your work. Appreciate it, man. Thank you.
4: It's Ali Alvarez. And uh, fans, keep your fingers crossed that this kid stays healthy and uh, can get a lot of minutes on the floor. He really is very, very much an electric player. And, Another thing that comes across in that interview Kelly is, is is and I hear it in every basketball interview is the unselfish nature of every kid on this team. They talk about the team. I'll do what I can to help, but it's the team, the team, the team.
1: If you need me to play defense, I'll play defense. If you need me to score, I'll try to score. Absolutely right, Bob. It's called character, and young people who want to be recruited to the next level, whatever that level might be, that's a lesson well learned.
0: And, and part of it, too, is we've heard several coaches talk about kind of the, the label that a lot of these guys have given to this team is that they kind of call themselves like the misfits. And whenever you've played in places where you saw very clearly that individual talent did not win on its own, the veteran nature of this team is not just the fact that they played so much, you know, in different places, but that they've come to realize that it really is about, uh, pairing your talents with other guys' talents. And I think that's, we're seeing some of the wisdom and veteran nature of this team, not because they haven't played at Southern Miss Long. I mean, a lot of these guys have only been in Mississippi, what, you know, six to eight months but the, the the wisdom and the veteran nature of not trying to take the whole, whole, the whole world on themselves. And I think that's also um, what we're seeing because, I mean, go down the roster. This is a veteran crew. A lot of years of basketball under these guys. You wings. think
4: about this, guys. They're pretty heavily favored to win these two games against the Arkansas State and Texas State. They could, they could be 19 wins and still in the month of January.
1: But we've, been, as we talked about yesterday on the show, at at Southern Miss and being a mid major, I mean, you can be knocking at the door thirty, and the NCAA probably isn't going to give you that look. Well, you got to
4: have room for that five hundred SEC team. They they've got to get in the tournament. Well, that's
1: supposedly that's that's the way it's been in the past. But you know, you're, we were talking about the quickness of Alvarez. If he has. If he has a downfall, it's almost that he's too quick. If you're at the game last Saturday, you'd see him penetrate and then dish off at the last minute. And some of the Eagle teammates weren't even ready for the pass, you know, that he was going to dish. That
0: bounce pass down the key. I remember that he, he anticipated somebody coming, but I mean, he found Crowley, you know, and he drove and then swung it out into the corner. But that, that's the thing. I mean, when he's on the court, everybody else kind of puts the antennas up because of that quickness.
4: Keep your fingers crossed, everybody, that this kid stays healthy.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we were talking about getting in those top four, you know, for the tournament. The way the, and you can get a copy of the tournament brackets on the Sunbelt website, but it's out now. And, of course, we don't know who's going to be in, in what slot, but the top four seeds don't even start playing until Saturday. So, wouldn't that be great if Southern Miss could get in the top four? hopefully number one, but then Saturday there would be a big contingent of Southern Miss fans yeah. go down to Pensacola to see them play.
4: I do want you guys to know that for the sake of the show, I'm planning to go to the tournament in Pensacola and make sure we're represented. I'm going to make the sacrifice and go.
1: Bob, you're always willing to do what it takes. Anything for you guys. To literal, whether we need you to play offense or defense. I'm there. (laughs) You're there. Kelly, also
4: talk to uh, Mo Arnold and Austin Crowley, and we'll have those interviews uh, a little later in the week. Stay with us. Eagle Hour wraps up another edition right after this.
0: The top Final segment of the Eagle Hour, brought to you by DBAT and D1 Training, DBATHattiesburg.com. Luke, Bob, and Kelly from the Southern Bancor Studios in Hattiesburg and Laurel. We talked to Southern Miss track and field head coach, John Stewart, earlier in the broadcast, as well as Southern Miss assistant basketball coach, Juan Cardona. If you missed those, you can go back and listen to the Eagle Hour on demand, as well in podcast form. Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Audible. Yesterday, uh, we won't spend the fourth segment doing what we did yesterday, but uh, we did talk about uh, a Hattiesburg-Mississippi publication, at least in theory. And we're just talking about the guys who do cover Southern Miss. And I wanted to give a special shout-out because they have a good article out today. Charlie Latrell, um, part of the Southern Miss student media. Of course, those guys, uh, 4th Street Sports... And guys, we've come a long way. Student prints was was really good, uh, continues to be good. But the the sports coverage, just a a group of guys, you know, friends. Of course, we benefited from that with with Nathan Lee in the fall. And uh, Charlie the Trail has a really good article out today uh, about how the uh, the fans have come back to Reed Green Coliseum uh, through through the the. Um, the wins of the basketball team. That's sm2media.com. We cannot forget our own Southern Miss students who are doing a great job covering Southern Miss sports. All right, Kelly, you'll enjoy this. Bob, you will too. So there's many uh, on Twitter, there's many Southern Miss uh, fan accounts. Some are troll accounts. Some are funny accounts. There is a special account called Cloverleaf Mall, okay, Uh, which is a special shout-out to America's Mall, right? We'd all agree Cloverleaf Mall was the original mall. Okay, so breaking story. Cloverleaf Mall states that my lawyer recently discovered about a dozen documents marked as, quote, USM classified. These were off uh, at an apartment complex off of 37th Avenue. Cloverleaf Mall will be releasing these over the next few days. They will begin starting with the Ellis Johnson files.
4: Well, I can't wait to see that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: May or may not have a a car in a garage with a box beside it, but supposedly... There will be some classified documents released over the next few days.
1: I'd like to see the document that says, uh, I, you know, that I approve or I, recommend, I make this recommendation so we know who to go after, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, one did, that one didn't turn out so well. You know, you
4: Todd Munkin know? applied for that job, and they picked Ellis Johnson.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Blake Anderson, too. Where is Blake Anderson now, Luke? Utah U- State. Utah State. Okay. Utah State. I knew he was out there somewhere. But no, no, more basketball to come on Thursday. Of course, the men get ready for a, a game against Arkansas State. The women will also play at Arkansas State. It'll be round two for Coach Joy Lee McNellis going up against her son, Connor McNellis, who is an assistant at Arkansas State. Really, one of the anomalies of the schedule this year, This is this Thursday and Saturday, is one of the few times all year that the men and women's teams are actually playing the same teams at different locations. So the women will be... At Arkansas State and at Texas State, while the men entertain Arkansas State and Texas State.
0: I Didn't guess, she get win three hundred last week yeah, against her yeah. against her son? Yeah,
4: she's uh you know she's and she's getting the publicity she deserves. I've been watching a number of their games on ESPN Plus, and the uh, and and the visiting uh, play-by-play guys are most complimentary of uh, Coach McNellis and. Talk about her legendary career. She's a really quite an accomplished lady. Absolutely.
1: And Luke, in football, Southern Miss has gotten a, a transfer from the University of Memphis, thank you very much, uh, which will help with the departure of of uh, Janari Dean, who has uh, gone on with the rest of his life, so to speak. But that backfield now for Southern Miss, Gore's got a little bit of help. Are you uh, talking
0: about Rodriguez Clark? Yes. Yeah, so Clark, uh, we – we, I th- we may have discussed him a, f- a few weeks ago, but didn't really get to talk much about him because he, he kind of didn't, he, he, he had a good season at Memphis two seasons ago, but he left like in, in September. So he didn't really play ball, uh, last fall. And that can be a good thing in a lot of ways, l- less wear and tear. And he comes in, but yeah, Janari Dean, originally from South Panola, transferred from Mississippi State and, and, uh, provided depth in the backfield to Frank Gore and always wish, uh, anybody that, you know, continues to move on with their life after getting their education. All the best. I, I do need to ask you all this. Did you feel like when, when the uh, the the coffee came up with Coach Cardona? I just I felt like I was in some ways talking to Larry Fedora again. And Red Bull was the content. I mean, it seems as if, you know, that there is somewhat of a correlation, possibly with some people, uh, but between their energy and the energy drinks they drink. But I just kind of think that Coach Cardona, he he needs the he's like he naturally has that caffeine built into it.
4: There's no question. The only thing is Fedora was too cool to sweat. You'd never see Larry Fedora sweat.
1: Well, what's the old commercial say? Never let him see you sweat, right? Coach Cardona. That's a sweating man. But today at practice, man, you should have seen him coaching defense. I mean, he was as suffocating in coaching it as the players are learning it and implementing it. You Uh, tell he'd
0: yelled all day.
1: and, And you can tell that defense is his deal. You know, yeah, no question. That, that I don't care what they do offensively, but they're going to play defense, and that they worked a lot of it today.
4: Exciting times with uh, men and women's basketball doing so well. Track off to a great start. Baseball just around the corner, boys. Good times right now, Bet,
1: Better have had your tickets. Better have your tickets for baseball. That wraps up the show. Back tomorrow at one o'clock. We hope you will
4: be too. Until then, Southern Miss to, to the, the top. top.
1: Slippin', slippin', slippin'
3: Into the future Time keeps on slippin', slippin', slippin' Into the future I wanna fly like an eagle